And this is the dangerous thing, that if somebody's heart gets polluted with something corrupt that numbs their ability, dampens their ability, or even numbs their ability to feel those feelings for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that is a very sad thing. And now we come, this was just all by way of introduction, there are many people who are on deen, who learn deen, who spend time in the company of people of deen, who travel for the sake of deen, and they also say that they feel that their heart has become lax in their feelings. So they have the knowledge, but they don't have the feelings. They have the knowledge, but they don't have the practice. First, I would say, Alhamdulillah, it's a blessing from Allah SWT that any of us, at any point in life, after able to realize and understand what is it that is keeping us distant from Allah SWT. And indeed, many times, this is one of those things that our heart doesn't get that passion anymore. We don't have that drive and desire anymore. It's not, it's in our mind. 100% we want to be dynamic in deen. We want to have passion for deen. Our mind is telling us that we should be turning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but our heart doesn't have that feeling. So because our heart, this, this is a mind-heart difference. The mind knows about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the mind wants Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but the heart is not able to feel Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The heart is not able to feel what the mind wants. Allahu Akbar. And then this makes a person sad, and then they get depressed. They say, I'm going through a down in deen, a dip in deen, I'm going through a lapse in my spirituality. So this is all the mind. The mind knows where it wants to be, but the heart can't catch up. Again, this is a blessing from Allah Subhanahu that at least the mind has such an aspiration, has such a desire, has such a thought. But still the question remains, why can't the heart catch up? Why don't we have that passion? And a lot of people will say even further that we've lost that passion, that we had that passion but we don't have it anymore. And then they don't understand because they've tasted it, they've experienced it, they benefited from it. They rode on the waves of those emotions and passions and brought themselves closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but then again they lost it. So the reality is that very few people, and it takes a lot of decades-long effort in deen to get this feeling called istiqamat. And until a person gets istiqama, we will have different surges and dips. We will have highs and lows. And all you can do is whenever you're in a low to try your best to get out of it and try to reach and aspire for another high again. And you'll find a lot of people do this in deen. So they have some type of circuit or they have some type of connections or they have some type of interactions that they do to get themselves out of that low and back into a high. For some people it might be going to Haraman Sharifan and Umrah. For some people, it might be for some men, it might be going in Jamaat and Jamaat at the Bleak. For some people, it might be reading or listening to a bayan. For some people, it might be spending time with their sheikh. So there are different things different people do to get themselves out of it. The problem is that if you restrict yourself to that circuit, then over time, even the ability of that circuit to have an effect on you 
will also go down. So then you will find al-amanul afiz, some people who even go on a umrah, but it doesn't have the same effect on them that it used to. Even on a hajj, and it doesn't have the same effect on them that it used to. Or Ramadan comes, and it doesn't have the same effect on them than it used to. If anybody finds himself in this situation, and everything I said up to this point was just to say this, if anybody finds himself in this situation, they should accept and realize and understand now that that one circuit they made is not enough for them. Allah Ta'ala said in Quran Al-Karim, that you have to enter deen entirely, completely, adequately, sufficiently. And now we have to find a way that we remain close to Allah Taala, even when we're off circuit, even when we're not in those engagements and interactions. And especially that we have to find a way that our heart feels those passions and feelings for Allah when we're in our mundane life, in our mundane routine. And that is where the daily azkar come into play. Daily nawafil, daily ibadat, daily du'as, daily recitation of Qur'an, daily seeking forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, daily sending salawat and jurashif on Nabiya Kareem, sallam, daily trying to pray some amount, even if it's just two rakat of nafil salah, monthly trying to fast some extra fast. It's when we make these a'mal and azkar and they ground us and they're the things that level out the highs and the lows. They're the real motivation. Always understand that even more than sohbat, even more is the motivation, inspiration, the heart feels in ibadat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is why in our deen, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us to pray five times a day. Imagine if a person prays properly. Five times a day, their heart feels a surge in their passion to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So let's say somebody hasn't reached this stage. What does it mean? That the circuit still benefits them. So whenever they go on Jamaat, again they're pumped up. They go to their Shaykh, again they're pumped up. Ramadan comes, again they're pumped up. They go on Umrah, again they're pumped up. Imagine if their ibadah was like that. Five times they would be pumped up. Every Salah would pump them up. Every Salah would fill them with inspiration and passion. This is the purpose of ibadah. And ibadah is daily, regular, repeated. And the second thing about Salah is it's a disconnect. So just as much as Allah Ta'ala wants that five times a day we should remember Allah Ta'ala, just like that Allah Ta'ala wants that five times a day we should forget the dunya. That's also a very big exercise in Salah. So if somebody says, oh, I'm not able to remember Allah Ta'ala in Salah, we say, okay, we ask them, but were you able to forget the dunya even a little bit? That is not, you know, we say, that's not empty or de- de- bereft of benefit. That itself is a very big benefit that you could forget the dunya, that you lapse in the dunya. That's a wonderful thing about salah. So sometimes you will remember Allah Ta'ala entirely. Sometimes you remember Allah partially. Sometimes we may forget the dunya entirely. Sometimes we may forget the dunya partially. This is the power of ibadah. This is the power of ibadah. And that's the real nourishment of the heart. This is why Abu Talib al-Makki, he wrote his famous work, he called Qut al-Qulub. Qut means the provision, the sustenance, the nourishment of the heart, of the hearts of the spiritual hearts. And this is why we have to come on a regimen of ibadah. It's not enough 
to be fond of the Sawaf or listen about the Sawaf or know about the Sawaf or read about the Sawaf. It's not enough to be inspired about being on different circuits. Ultimately, a person has to have their own practice of ibadah. All of these things have to lead to our own individual direct relationship with Allah SWT. And ultimately, it's that individual direct relationship with Allah SWT that that it's that individual direct relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through ibadah that will help a person to have less of those dips and less of those lows. This is the important thing, that a person should become regular in their ibadah and zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So if we can learn this lesson and we can make this niyyah and we can make this intention, then inshallah ta'ala we can make dua that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept us for a path of deen. Wa akhirun da'wana and alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.